Welcome back to another episode of Bradley's Chat as we continue to explore the list of the wonderful ETC. Um, I had rotary cuff surgery. I had a broken wrist. I had um, a torn bicep from a nasty fall. When you hit 50, apparently when you fall, everything just fucking breaks. Everything just breaks. So that, uh, that commercial where it says, help, I've fallen, I can't get up, lifeline, it's fucking no joke. It's serious. Um... I'm a strong, healthy young man, but I'm 50. And you know what? The older I get, the more fragile I get. So I had this surgery, and they said, oh, you're going to be off work for three months. Well, let me tell you, it's been just, uh, let's see, one week, two weeks, been about uh, a little under two weeks. I no longer have my arm in a sling. Um, I can bend it. I can cut stuff with it. I have to be really careful as I can't put weight on it because it's uh, being held together by stitches and stuff. But, uh... You know, I go see my doctor on Thursday, and hopefully, hopefully he clears me to do uh, work light duty, because I actually like my job. I miss working. So, being an American, being in the melting pot as it is, I joined Ancestry.com. Um, my parents had me when I was 17 years old and put me up for adoption. I've since met them and talked to them. I didn't search for them. I joined AnswerIssues.com, and they found me. They're very nice people. They've gone on to have wonderful lives, and I'm glad that I can be a small part of their life. I'm glad that they care. Uh, makes me happy. Um, Dudley, enough. So let me tell you, when I went to Ancestry DNA, I wanted to find out my background was. You know, was I Indian? Was I, uh, was I German? What was I? What exactly? Was I Jewish? Was I, you know... What Spanish? What was I? So my DNA breakdown was as follows: England, thirty-eight percent; Scotland, twenty-five percent; Wales, sixteen percent; Sweden and Denmark, ten percent; Ireland, ten percent; and the little bit that's left over is Norwegian. Norwegian. So you know, I got about I don't know, eleven, twelve percent. Uh, of Scandinavian descent. The rest of me is either Irish, Wales, Scotland, or England. So, um, like I said, I'm looking forward to visiting England one day. I want to go there so I can visit uh, Scotland and Wales at the same time. My wife's been to uh, Ireland. We want to go back. We want to go to Italy. We want to go to Germany. We want to go to France. We want to go to the Netherlands. We want to go to... Personally, I want that Orient Express to come back up. You know the one that takes you from Paris to Istanbul? I think that would be amazing. I think that would be an amazing trip. And that is a trip that I would take. I also look forward to doing like a Norwegian cruise line, like a riverine crew, a Viking Viking thing, Norwegian uh, Viking cruise lines, uh, you know, like a river cruise through Europe. I think that would be amazing. Um, the food, the people, all sounds wonderful. Um, but anyway, just a little side note, tid, tidbit on me. Um into your host, not that anybody cares, but I care, and being a little bit narcissistic, I like to uh, share things about myself whenever possible. Um, so what's your background? Have you ever considered going to Ancestry DNA and checking it out? You might be surprised. You might be surprised. So with that, my 16% ancestry, that is Wales, close to one-fifth of the person that is Bradley from Bradley's Chat, newbie to the ninth age. Um, you know, I talk a lot about this game. I'm not worthy. I haven't played it. I've never been to a tournament. Never. Um, 
I just, I just really love this game. It's very addictive. It's very addictive to me. And I am so jealous of all the camaraderie and all the uh, friendships you guys have developed over the years with each other. Um, I feel like I know you just from listening to your podcast, watching your battle reports. Um, some things that really helped me with the game as far as learning the game that I never took full advantage of before I um, got sidelined for surgery was, uh, like, if you're new to the game and you want to understand why people do the things they do, then Charles from Evershade Gaming does a great job of explaining his thought process behind his moves. I mean, he wins way more than he loses. He's a great player. Um, he's a great human being. Um, non-judgmental. Um, but uh, he just seems like the guy who's confident in himself and uh, knows who he is. And this is a great guy. He puts out a great product. And then I've recently found, thanks to listening to the Parried Weapons podcast and hearing them talk about Lucky Sixes all the time, I typed in Lucky Sixes, and lo and behold, there is a vast array of wonderful battle reports um, done by Lucky Sixes as well. I mean, we are blessed in the Ninth Age community to have, I mean, if you want to watch a battle report, you can watch one. If you want to pick up a pickup game on UB or Warhol, you can get one. If you want to... Uh, Find people to play, you can find them. If there's no one to play, you can build two armies. You can uh, put a sign up at the local library or the game store, and there will be someone who wants to learn because the fantasy, I mean, look at look at the popularity of Lord of the Rings. Look at the popularity of The Wheel of Time. Look at the popularity of all these different series. I mean, um, who didn't like that the Hobbit cartoon from the 70s? Everybody. Everybody. You will find a fantasy opponent. So, um... As I finish up my Empire Army and start building a second army, I'm going to look into the essence of war rules, and I'm going to find a person, find a lucky individual in Kokomo, Indiana, that has the same uh, love of wargaming and the same love of fantasy that I do, and we are going, and I'm going to build up a group here. I'm going to do it. Definitely going to do it. But anyway, the Welshman inside me, the proud Welshman inside me wants to do Wales next. That's what we're going to do, Wales. Wales, a country who so successfully defended itself that England said, you know what, we give up on trying to conquer you. It's not worth it. We'll just name the heir to the throne the Prince of Wales, and that way you guys can join the kingdom. Wales said, okay, sounds good with us. So, you know, they successfully bargained their way into the empire because they were too tough to be conquered. Welshmen have served in famous British Army regiments and on Navy ships, and in air squadrons throughout all of history. Um, if you've ever watched the movie Zulu, you know, Welshmen, according to that show at least, were a big part of the 24th Regiment, the famed 24th Regiment, whose 1st and 2nd Battalions, which is a rare thing in the British Army, were both stationed in or near uh, Natal, Zululand, during separate places, but they were in Natal uh, during Lord Chelmsford's ill-advised initial invasion of Zululand. Um, the Welsh fought off the Northmen. You know, they fought with the Irish. Um, they have a great culture. I love the way they, they fucking talk. Um, there was a movie that came out about uh sea shanty songs and these 
old fishermen become famous with their sea shanties and there's all kinds of drama. It's a great movie. I forgot what it's called. Um, but it's a really great movie uh, about the Welsh as well. Um, Wales, beautiful countryside. I can't wait to visit Wales. It's one of the countries I want to see. But enough about me. Enough about me. There is actually a WCW player from the famous and uh, powerful wargaming group that comes out of the great city of Chicago who is actually a member of this team. And uh, I remember seeing in the chat, he was very excited to play. Um, he's looking forward to it, and we wish him the best. We'll get to him when we get there. So who leads this team of Welshmen? Who leads Team Wales out of the abyss and into potential glory? Um, will Wales be the team that brings the uh, championship back from Italy? Will Wales be the one that gets past Aetius in Italy and, and, you know, and sacks the trophy and brings it home? We don't know. We don't know. Some people will say the odds are stacked up against them. I don't know why. Maybe because uh, they're just not a favorite. Maybe because, you know, they're considered the underdog. Well, I love an underdog. I don't consider them an underdog by any means. By any means. When you have a mercenary, the quality of the mercenary that they have on their team, that means the rest of their team is probably really, really good. Uh, Wales, I'm expecting and hoping big things from Wales. I look forward to seeing how well they do in the uh, Ashes and Gashes. I guess there's like a tournament where the uh, Irish and the English and the Welsh and the Scots all kind of have like a grudge match thing going on. So it'll be interesting to see how they do in that. Slatch, badass name, is our captain. So let's see who Slatch, who Slatch, let's, let's look at Slatch's list first. Let's see what Slatch is doing. Slatch is bringing Sylvan Elves. He's not scared. Um, Sylvan Elves are one of those lists where everybody's like, doesn't consider them top tier. But you know what? They've got the tools. And they have placed well in tournaments. And I believe they're one of those teams where, you know, the more people play them, the more um, variety of people get into them, um, you're going to see them probably take off and be considered one of the higher tier armies sooner than later. And their legendary army book, the artwork is exquisite. The lore is exquisite. Um, they did the Ninth Age community has done a wonderful job with the lore of this book. They've done a wonderful job with uh, getting the flavor um, without making anything OP, anything crazy, nothing stupid. They're great. You can run these guys with elves. You can run these guys with trees. You can run these guys with a mixture of both. They've got monsters. They've got great shooting. Their shooting is so good, in fact, that I guess initially when the Silver Elves first came out in Ninth Age, people would take like 100 longbows and just shoot their opponents off the board. So they limited them to 55 a cap. But anyway, enough nonsense. Let's see what uh, Slash is bringing. So he's got a druid that's a general, a wizard master on shamanism. Love that. A Sylvan longbow and two binding scrolls. So... You know, with that chemo in the battle, if you're relying on your magic to pull the wind for you, good luck against Slash. He's going to shut that shit down. Then we've got another druid, a wizard adept on Cosmo and Sylvan Longbow. Um, he doesn't have any big trees in his list, so there's no need for the druidism. He's taking shamanism, so he can do, like, totanic summon. He can do insects. He can do that thing, uh, 
which gives everybody plus one to hit. He's got Cosmo, which are great adept, which are which are uh, great. Uh, it's a great uh, lore because you know if you cast one spell successfully, the next turn you get a plus one to cast its opposite number because they all kind of have like buffs and you know hexes or buffs and direct damage spell augments and direct damage spells. It's a great thing. And so both his druids, one of which the general are packing Sylvan longbows. Looks like they're both on foot. He's got a chieftain, battle standard bear with either icon and the and the spear, the hunter's honor, blade dancer. The spear of the hunter's honor is amazing because when you successfully wound somebody with it, your unit gets distracting. Then he's got two more chieftains with uh, Sylvan longbows and Pathfinder. I believe. Uh, Yep, it's the princes that get the benefit of the extra shots. But anyway, so he's got two chieftains, Sylvan uh, Longbows and Pathfinder. He's got 18 Sylvan Archers, Standard Bear, Banner of Discipline and Musician. He's got 12 Sylvan Archers. He's got five Heath Riders with Shield. These aren't the bow guys, these are the Lance guys. He's got two units of eight Dryads scoring. They're like scoring darts, I imagine, because that's really too small to really stand up to anything. So I guess those are his little objective grabbers. He's got two units of nine wild huntsmen with randing banners. These guys can do the damage. He's got a unit of 11 blade dancers with ether icon and champion. Blade dancers are really, 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 really good. I mean, they're really good. The points, they're inexpensive. They're skirmishers. They're light troops. But they can be hard to kill. They can really dish out the damage depending on what uh, dance they choose to use. I think the Ninth Age did an excellent job on, um, and whoever did the uh, the Sylvan book did an excellent job of catching the flavor of the war dan of the blade dancer, and the rules for them are excellent. Um, then we've got two units of nine Pathfinders. So this guy has excellent shooting. He's got excellent shooting. He's going to stay away from you. He's going to, uh, you know. Screw with you with the Blade Dancers, and he's going to, I mean, God help you if you go against him unsupported. Don't have that unit out there by itself. It's going to get killed. Your chap, he's got great anti-chaps. He's going to get shot off the board, or he's going to take down with some Heath Lancers, with some Heath Riders after uh, after he's thinning down a little bit. Um, I imagine the Druids will probably go with the Pathfinders. Just looking, but no, really good list. There's so many good builds, so many interesting builds for Sylvan Elves. And it's nice to see the Sylvan Elves well represented at the ETC. It's nice to see them with uh, different things. And they're not for the faint of heart to take. You know, they're not for the faint of heart to take. They're not considered a top tier army. They're not considered the best. But you know what? You know, Slatch, he wouldn't be the, he wouldn't be the captain of the Wells if he didn't have a good set of balls on him. Um, if he was a woman, I'd say he's got great boobs. Um, because I'm not trying to be male chauvinistic when I say, you know, man, that guy's got balls. It means, you know, he's brave. Women can be brave, too. I don't, you know, they can, they are brave, too. Let's put it that way. I'm going to get myself in trouble one of these days, and I'm, I'm really trying not to, really trying not to. Um, but anyway, Sylvan Elves are awesome. Slatch, the captain. Once again, he's got two druids, three chieftains. He's got 30 archers, five heath riders, 16 dryads, two units of nine, uh, Wild Huntsman, 11 Blade Dancers, Tenants of Nine Pathfinders. I mean, this is a fucking... He will light you up with a pincushion. Like, nine Feudal Knights are not getting anywhere near this shit. I mean, you're going to have to bring your lunch. My Empire... This is why I added Crossbowman to my Empire. I deal with shit like this. Because 
he will shoot the piss out of you. Um, and those wild huntsmen, my God, my God, are they good. Um, but there you go. Thank you, Slash, for your wonderful contribution. Then we've got Zeely. Zeely. The crazy Zeely. He's running Demon Legions. First, he's got the quarters on of Sibirish. God, I hate that bitch. She is so tough. Um, Greater Demon, Demon Dominion, Wizard Master, Witchcraft, Iron Husk, and, Iron Husk, and Mesbrian Plumage. I mean, don't let this motherfucker get into your rank and file. She will tear up regiments. She will tear up hordes. Then we've got the uh, Venadra Scourge. She always here. You want to take a course on the Scourge Demon Legions list. It's the first list in ETC where it takes one. He's got a Wizard Apprentice on Evo, Living Shield. He's got a 24 Succubi with a Chilling Yawn, Standard Bear Musician Champion. He's got two units of 11 Imps with the Mark of Eternal Champion, Musician Standard Bear. He's got, looks like the Commonplace, the uh, unit of six fucking Hoarders. Have I mentioned I don't like Hoarders? I mean, I love them if I had them, but I hate fighting. Because they're so hard to pick up. It's like, you can't just... There's there's very few things that's going to hit a unit of Hoarders and pick it up in one go. It just is. Um, but the six Hoarders have Chitness Scales, Smothering Coals, Coils, uh, Standard Bear, Musician Champion. He's got four Brazen Beasts. With Centipede Legs, Musician Champion. And I don't know what these are. Six Eidolons? Six Eidolons with Scouting Champion? I have to look and see what Eidolons do. I'm not familiar with Eidolons. But anyway, he's got a smaller, more elite Demon Legion army. He's got uh, great magic. He's going to move fast. Got the Witchcraft, got the Evo. He's got the uh, Succubi, which are a big unit hard to shift. He's got the 11 Imps, you know, just easy to score, easy to avoid with. He's got the Six Hoarders. But more importantly, he's got the Scourge and he's got the Courtesan. So Zeely, Zeely's coming to play, right? What? Looking, I mean, I don't know who's the favorite to win, but looking at lists and not players, I mean, every every team so far has not brought anything that me as a new person would say, and I know what you wouldn't expect them to. Me as a new person would say, well, what the fuck's that? It's a crazy list. I think that's stupid. No, every one of these lists, and they're all bringing their own takes. They're all bringing a different angle. Um, and all these guys have spreadsheets. I mean, they're all working through best combos. How much damage will this unit put out if it hits such and such, hits such and such. And they've all come up with different conclusions. So it's, it's really fucking fascinating. I don't know how the ETC works. Like, does one team play against one team? Is it like a singles tournament and just the team adds up its points together? I don't know how it works. Um, but it's going to be interesting to find out. I have to find that out. Next up for the Mighty Team Wales, we've got Ken Groom. Ken Groom is bringing another staple of ETCs, the Warriors of the Dark Gods. He's got the Exalted Herald. Ha <laughs> ha General. He's got a Sorcerer who's a Wizard Adept on Evo with Plate Armor, Lord of the Damned, and Dragon Staff. 21 Warriors with great weapons. Pride. First Pride we've seen. Um, standard Bearer, Banner Relentless Company, Musician and Champion. Um, I like Envy, but apparently no one else likes Envy. Um, then he's got 16 Barbarians, Shield Musician, 8 Warhounds. Um, seems like that's kind of a common thing. you got a pretty big warrior block, and you've got Barbarians and Warhounds rounding out your, uh, rounding out your, uh, I go all Warriors of mine, but He's got, you know, it seems like it's a common thing in the, in the uh, ETC where you take like a block of warriors, got warbands and uh, 
I mean, Warhounds and Barbarians with him. Then he's got not one, but two units of five Chosen Knights. Wrath, Standard Bearer, Rending Bearer, Musician and Champion. Then he's got two units of six Wretched Ones. So once again, we're seeing double Wretched One, right? James McDonald from Ireland brings a list. It's got double Wretched One. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see, you know? Uh, interesting to see if... I would like to see a battle between Ken Groom and James McDonald. Um, with both their words, Dark Gods, maybe they'll fight in that ashes and gnashes and gash or whatever that thing is. I'm not trying to be offensive to it. I just don't know what it means. Um, that little tournament, but it would be interesting to see. This is a solid list. Um, wretched ones are no joke. I mean, they're hard shift, um, random movers, dish out lots of grind attacks. Great, great. Um, there you go. Well done, Ken Groom. Well done. Well done to all. Then we've got Ollie Mather. That name sounds so familiar, Ollie Mather. Um, Ollie Mather is bringing Infernal Dwarves. He's got a prophet, a general, the prophet of Ashurut, wizard master, pyromancy. Ha ha ha! He's gonna bring the fire, shield, alchemist alloy, magical heirloom, and obsidian rock. He's got a vizier with on the bull of Shamut, with the shield, with the Caden binding, uh, basalt infusion, flintlock axe. I the Bull, Lugar's Dice. He's got a Vizier, Battle Standard Bearer, Banner of Discipline with a Blunderbuss, Blaze of Protection, a Great Weapon, and the Mask of Ages. He's got a Vassal Conjurer, Wizard Adept, Witchcraft. Witchcraft seems like it's a, a good choice for an army like the Infernal Dwarfs because uh, it helps with your movement and stuff like that. Um, then he's got a big unit of 38 Infernal Warriors with Shield, uh, Ziggurat Regulars, Blunderbusses, Standard Bear, Banner of Speed, Musician, and Champions. This unit can reach out and touch you. It's fast. Fast for dwarves. It's a lot of fucking shooting. Um, and it's going to hurt. And they're good in hand-to-hand -hand combat. So that's a solid uh, solid unit. Then he's got 21 Vassal Levies with Paired Weapons, Bow, Musician. I love the Bow-Paired Weapon combo. I just do. You shoot at them and you hit them with double attacks. Um, and for 208 points, you got 21 guys with Paired Weapons. You know, you got 42 melee attacks, got 21 bow shots, got a musician. That's that's a really nice unit. Um, then he's got 22 disciples of Lugar with paired weapons, standard bear with a random banner, musician champion. He's counting on these guys to do some work. Then you've got another staple of Infernal Dwarves, the Torok Enforcers, Infernal Weapons, uh, Shield Champion and Musician. I don't know what Infernal Weapon does. I have to look that up, too. I was supposed to do a... Uh, Infernal Dwarf review with uh, Tyranno, but my he was on a cell phone. My my uh, audio equipment just hates hates uh, people on cell phones for a reason. So I'm trying to find alternative sources so I can get Toronto on because Toronto is a very uh, dear acquaintance of mine as far as Ninth Age goes. He's a great great kid. I'm really proud of him. He's, he's Taking exams, he's getting his doctorate degree, he's a great dude. Um, but back to this. Then we got five Vassal Cavalry. And he's got two Citizen Giants with giant clubs. So he's got a Bull of Shemut. He's got great magic. He's got a big block of fucking uh, guys with blunderbusses. He's got a big, he's got a semi good sized block of bowmen. So he's got really, really good shooting. Um, he's got some hard hitting guys as well. He's got you know, his chaff out there or his anti-chaff and the giants, you know, that's, 
that's a solid list from Ollie Mather, and we'll see how that goes. I love Giants. I can't fit one in my my Empire Army, but I love Giants. I love them for the simple fact that, I mean, they cause tear. So anytime you can force a discipline check, it's a good thing, right? Anything you can, um, it's a good thing. So that's Infernal Dwarf list. Looks really good, looks really good. Next up is the before-mentioned Lenny. I'm not going to say his last name because I'll butcher it. Uh, I don't want to insult him because, uh, no, I mean, I love my last name. I don't want people to butcher my last name, so I don't want to butcher his. But Lenny, he's played in ETC before. I think he's probably played for the U.S., played for other teams. He's a great player. He takes it seriously. Every time you look on chat, he's like, anybody UB, anybody play. Anybody UB, anybody play. Anybody UB, anybody play. It's like, God damn, Lenny. God damn. And he's like, anybody UB, anybody play. Anybody UB, anybody play. Um, but that's him. And Lenny, look at the big balls on Lenny. He's taking beast herds. He's taking an army that people don't consider top tier. But you know what? He's ran this army a couple times. This year, I think he took it to the, uh, the, the Rumble. And he did really well. At that event, I think he did really well at um, Buckeye Battles. Um, but he's got his Beast Herds, right? Beast Herds. Let's see his take on the Beast Herds. Beast Herds made famous as of late from uh, the Kevin Stonebanks, who's ran them for a couple years and uh, won the Scottish Championship with them a year or so ago back, or last year, not this year. And uh, he's really catapulted himself into the upper echelon of players um, by performing well with this army. Let's see Lenny's take on the Beast Herds. Lenny's take on the Beast Herds. Um, he's got a Soothsayer. He's got a Wizard Master on Druidism, Seat of the Dark Forest, Binding Scroll. He's got a Beast Lord, a General with Hunting Call, Light Armor, Agar's Affliction, a Great Weapon with Blessed Inscriptions, and Obsidian Rock. He's got a Beast Chieftain, Greater Totem Bear, Battle Standard Bear, Banner Bisplin, Ether Icon, Light Armor, Destiny's Call, and a Great Weapon. He's got a big unit of 40 Wild, Hern, wild Horn Herd, um, Shield, Standard Bearer, uh, Legion Standard, Musician, Champion, Totem Bearer of the Gnarled Hide Totem. He's got two units of 15 Wild Horn Herd, Throwing Weapons, Ambush, Standard Bearers, Banner of Discipline, and Musician. He's got 10 Mongol Raiders. Got a big longhorn herd, and these guys can dish it out uh, with great weapons, standard bear, banner, relentless coming position champion. Like you, you take a unit against these guys, and and your unit's not gonna be worth much if it gets through them. And he's got five gorg five gargoyles with scout, and then comes the real meat and potatoes of his list: double gortok, double jabberwock. All right. So a couple things to point out. Everyone's singing the praise of the Minotaur Warlord. Lenny's saying, fuck Minotaur Warlord. Fuck Minotaurs. I'm taking a uh, more balanced, heavy on the monster, maybe, um, list led by a Beast Lord. I've looked at this book. I, I really like the Beast Lord. I do. I think he's he's a Beast Lord. He's badass. Um, Wizard Master on Druidism makes sense because he's bringing the monsters. Um it's great. Like, Lenny, I've never met him in person, okay? But I've seen him in chats, and I've heard stories about him. And uh, and it's just, he's a really, really good player. 
And if that's a quality of mercenary that uh, Team Wells is bringing, I mean, Lenny's Lenny's there to win. Lenny likes to win. Lenny's a nice guy, but Lenny likes to win. He likes to teach people the game. He's a big proponent of Ninth Age. Does he get frustrated sometimes? Everybody gets frustrated sometimes. Um, but he's not a lunatic. He's not a hothead. He's a all-around good player. And Italy is going to be definitely a little bit is in for a shock when when uh, Lenny gets there. I'm sure Lenny's going to sample the uh, local food. I'm sure uh, Lenny's not going to be afraid to have a few drinks. I'm sure Lenny's going to have a hell of a time with his teammates and others. Um, so good luck to Lenny. Then we've got Jack Austin. Another name I'm familiar with. Don't know, but I'll get it down. Jack Austin's bringing yet another version of the Vampire Covenant. He's got two vampire. He's got a vampire count, General of the Dead Arise, the Nosferatu Bloodline, Blood Magic, um, Wizard Master, Cosmo, Unholy Tomb, Scepter of Power. And he's got another vampire that's of Courtier, uh, Nosferatu Bloodline, Arcane Knowledge, Wizard Master, Evocation, um, Battle Standard, Bearer, Binding Scroll. Evo and Cosmo, Wizard Masters for both. That seems like a good combination, Austin. Oh, Jack Austin's not bringing one, not bringing two. No, he is going full-on triple Banshee. He looked at his list as he was building, and he said, you know, we need more. We need more Cowbell. We need more Banshee. That's what we need, more Banshee. So triple Banshee. He's got a big unit of 35 ghouls, the champion. Yeah, ghouls don't look like much. We get 35 of them, they look it's pretty fucking serious. He's got a unit of 31 skeletons, standard bearer, legion standard, musician, and champion. He's got uh, two units of 20 zombies with musicians. I wonder what the deal with the musicians on the zombies is. That's keep help uh, maybe make it harder for people to march and stuff. I don't know. Then he's got uh, two bat swarms. Then he's got, holy shit, 36 borrow guard, halberds, standard bearer, black standard of Zagavaz. Musician and champion, seven gas with a champion, and the court of the damned. This is definitely different. I have to read what banshees do. Expect a lot of his banshees. I don't know if they're chaff. I don't know if they're anti-chaff. I don't know. He's got two big blocks of foot. He's got vampires on foot. Um, looks like he's just going to grind it out, right? Come to me and grind it out. It looks like it'd be a hard list to win in some objectives, maybe. But Jack Austin obviously knows what he's doing. He obviously... Um, is no stranger to being uh, to being overlooked. Um, I mean, because he's on Wales team of the ETC, one team you never hear is is wanting to be the champions, but I think they've got a great shot. Um, I'm rooting for them, Team Wales. Um, Jack Austin with a totally different vampire covenant list. This kind of armies like to watch fight, like Triple Banshee, Triple Banshee. Like, how does he get his barrel guard into action? Um, how's he, what's he do? He's got really good magic too. So, and vampires are badass. So you can never count a vampire army out. I'm anxious to see it. So once again, vampire count, vampire courtier, three banshees, 35 ghouls, 31 skeletons, 20 zombies, 20 zombies, two bat swarms, 36 borrow guards, seven gas, and a quarter of dam. I know people out there going, Brad, Brad, you need to learn to play the game more. You understand. I know exactly what he's doing here. He says, this is how he's going to do it. This is what he's going to do. And I agree with you. I'm sure he's going to do well with it. I don't know how. And I want to learn how because, because this is amazing. This is a great list. Um, 
Next up, we've got Johnny. Johnny's bringing the Ogre Cons. The Ogre Cons. He's got a Shaman Wizard Master on Thermaturgy. Bring the Comet, baby. The Hand of God. Um, Binding Scroll, Rod of Battle. He's got a great Con General. Light Armor, Destiny's Call. Great Weapon, uh, uh, Kagadai's Legacy. An Ogre Crossbow. He's got a con with a battle standard bear with ether icon, ether icon, so double ether icon. He's got a light armor. He's got brace of ogre pistols with a viper's curse. Cult leader. Um, ogres have really good shooting. Then he's got a unit of 11 tribesmen with standard bear, pen of the great grass sky, musician champion. Another unit of three tribesmen, musician. Two, two darts of uh, three bruisers with musicians. He's got six mercenary veterans with brace of ogre pistols, poison attacks, plate armor, standard bear, ether icon, musician champion. He's got four tusker cavalry. These guys hit like a fucking motherfucker. Um, with great weapons, uh, standard bear, banner of the uh, vagina nugget, the vagina nugget. Um, then he's got musician. He's got a saber tooth tiger. He's got a frost, frost mammoth with hunting spear. Hunting Spear. So, double Hunting Spear on the Frost Mammoth. I didn't know that was a thing. And he's got a fucking Slave Giant with an Iron Fist for only 270 points. That That's a very fucking cost-efficient Giant, right? Get Iron Fist on a Slave Giant, it's pretty goddamn good. And I think they act like paired weapons, right, and give him parry? Jesus. Um. So, Johnny. Johnny bringing the Ogre Cons. He's got a Shaman. He's got a great con. He's got a con. He's got 11 tribesmen, 3 tribesmen, 3 bruisers, 3 bruisers, 6 mercenary veterans, 4 tusker cavalry, a saber-toothed tiger, a frost mammoth with double hunting spear, and a slave giant with iron fist. Fucking badass list. I like that list. He's got a little bit of everything. Um, he's got less shooting than players around me like to have, but, I mean... You gotta get close to him at some point. It looks like he's got the tools to really kick the shit out of you. Um, finally, finally, we'll look at the Welsh take from Drew H. Drew H is bringing the Welsh version of the Dread Elves. Let's see what we've got here. Let me take a sip of coffee. I apologize. Command and control in the bunker. We're drinking coffee. Um, we've got a Warlock, Outcast, General, Wizard Master, Evo, Binding Scroll. Binding Scrolls are popular in ETC. Makes me want to start uh, seriously thinking about taking them. Because there are times where, like, you know, god damn it, do not drop that comment. You know, I don't want to risk, miss the dice roll and get it. Like, I just don't want to, uh, I don't want to deal with that thing. I don't want to deal with that spell. I don't want him getting that spell off. So, you want to shut down for a turn? Take your Binding Scroll. He's got a Temple Exarch with Alchemy, a Battle Standard Bear, Ether Icon, Ether Icon, um, Steel of the Republic, Paired Weapons, and Shield Breaker. He can dish out some damage, can he? And he's got a unit of 31 Selexian Spears, Standard Bear, Executioner's Icon, Musician and Champion. I think the Executioner's Icon gives them all ruthless efficiency. Then he's got 15 Sixillion Auxilio, uh, Auxiliaries, so there's a shooting. He's got 10 Raiding Party, uh, Beast Breaker, Champion, 5 Shadow Riders. Then he's got 24 Obsidian Guard with Champion, Musician, Standard Bearer, Stalker, Standard. He's got 3 Gorgons paired weapons. And holy fuck. Holy fuck, 
Drew H. You're bringing triple repeater battery, uh, triple Raptor chariots with Halberts, and the chariots, man, this game are really, I mean, you get all those impact hits for less than 200 points. It's really good, honestly. I mean, so he's got, and he's got two units of five black cloaks. This is a fucking deadly list. This list looks deadly. Like, look at it, you're like, okay, I'll take the spear out. Okay, I'll take the, I mean, good luck. It's a lot of shooting. You're going to be catching impact hits. I mean, you're going to get whittled down. You're going to be careful against this army. This, this is a uh, board control army. This is what it is. Really good. So once again, he's got the Warlock. He's got the Temple Exarch on Alchemy. So not only has he got an Adept on Alchemy, but he's got a Wizard Master on Evo. He's got the Spearman. He's got the uh, Slugs and Auxiliary. He's got the Raiding Party. He's got the Shadow Riders. He's got 24 Obsidian Guard, 3 Gorgons, Repeater Battery, Repeater Battery, Repeater Battery. People who fight this list are going to have nightmares of Repeater Battery. Fuck no, Repeater Battery. Then he's got uh, 3 Raptor Chariots. He's got 2 units of 5 Black Cloaks. That that's my favorite uh, dread off list so far. I mean, he's pretty much taken everything. I mean, you don't see any uh, adjudicators, you don't see any thunder packs, but he's pretty much got everything else. No monsters, lots of units. Um, I I like this list a lot. I like this list a lot. I mean, it's got a lot of stuff. It's got a lot of stuff, and it's the type of list where he can just drop it all and go first too. You know what I mean? Because he's probably got a place and knows how he wants to use it all. So Drew H. I mean, this looks like a very fucking serious list. I I think, um, I don't know how to put it. Like I'm new, right? I'm like a sportscaster who, I'm like the analyst. You know what I mean on TV that like says, "Man, this quarterback is great. He can really do this." But the analyst can't really do it himself. But he recognizes when someone can do it. I recognize Drew H. is probably one of the premier players on this team, and this list is is. Truly a beauty to behold. And with that, that's Team Wales. You got Slacks, the captain, Zeely, Ken Groom, Ollie Mather, Lenny, the readout here, the the uh the unintimidatable. You can't intimidate him. Um I think his politics are wanky, but he thinks my politics are wanky. But other than that, he's great. Um Jack Austin, Johnny, and Drew H. So there we go. We got uh, Team Wales. I hope Wales does really well in the tournament. I think Lenny is really prepared for it. And I'm excited to see how Lenny does, honestly, because he's kind of like a local guy to my area. He got a rope for your local guy. And like I said, Lenny, I look forward to playing him in the future. I get look forward to learning from uh, his uh, vast encyclopedia of knowledge of the Ninth Age. He's been around the project since the beginning, I believe. He's taken part in lots of ETCs. And if this is the caliber of mercenary that uh, Wales has, you know they're coming to play. You know they're coming to play. Um, I can't wait to follow them. I hope that they uh, put some kind of link on Twitter that we can follow us. I hope all the teams do, but it'll be nice. I'll be following them on New Recruit like I'm sure you all do. So there you are, Wales. Good luck to you, Wales. Good luck to you, gentlemen, and uh, possibly ladies. I don't know um, who's a lady, if there's a lady on the team. But uh, congratulations on making it, on getting into the ETC, and I look forward to seeing how you guys do. And with that, that's a wrap on yet another ETC team. Another ETC team. There are your Welshmen. And we'll be back with more episodes shortly. I'm going to get this published and get on to the next one. Mm -hmm.